Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's absolutely beautiful here in Auckland today. We have, I think it's about 15 degrees, but it feels a little bit warmer than it does in Sydney, even though maybe it was more just around, uh, you know, we weren't expecting it, that's for sure, coming here. So nice walk around today, but we've got the, the Panthers losing to Eels, and it seems to happen fairly regularly for them. They're definitely the bogey team, apart from in the grand final, thankfully for the Panthers there, and it was pod captain time with Cleary about 80% in the top 1,000, pretty similar to that in the, the top 100 there. Plenty of people going for Joey Manu along with DCE and then a few obviously with um, with Nico Hines as well as, as sort of the four, which is pretty cool just to change it up a little bit into these last couple of rounds. And the scores haven't updated yet, so I'll give you the bulk of them that uh, are very relevant that have changed there. And, and Cleary did, did end up all the way at an 83 there in this one. It took off three of his missed tackles in the end, which is very, very helpful, obviously, and uh, ended up at 190 run meters. So, still wasn't his best game. Obviously, they yeah they got beat pretty convincingly with uh, with still three errors to his name as well. So a big 83, much better than last week. And for us that captained him, like Cleary, if you've got him in your side, in my opinion, just captain him, captain him every week. And I actually think this score now gives a, a very high chance for for him to actually play next week because. Him personally, the last three or so weeks hasn't been in, in great form, in my opinion. And the Panthers have been pretty poor as well. So they've won a couple of their games, but they haven't looked great. So I think they need, I think it'd be more beneficial beneficial for their squad to try and get all together next week and, and play a good game and you know, get themselves ready for the finals. Because I actually think they're pretty vulnerable right now. You're coming up against a, a, you know, a decent team in, in Storm or if it's, you know, if it's Warriors that come forth, I think they're a decent chance of losing. So be very interesting to see what they do with restings next week. Had a good score, good score for Cleary nonetheless. If you captained him, or if, even if you didn't, like you'd expect that most of you guys, you know, Manu's probably the the main sort of worry that he could go like a forty, but they all should be about a sixty plus anyway, 
which will be fine. But Mike Acevo with a massive score, three three tries very early, got the fourth in there as well for 89 points for him. Gutho playing on one knee. Last week it looked like he was struggling as well and ended up in a pretty good position. Um, yeah, towards yeah, the, especially the first half there, getting getting right involved with a couple of tries, a try assist. Very impressive to do that on one leg, and, and he eventually succumbed. So, yeah, for him being you know captain of this side, very important for him. It seems like to to be out there with them, even if they were, you know, not not going to make the finals. And this was their final game of the season. So all the Eels guys are now done. We don't have to think about Hopgood anymore, unless you're looking to trade him out or Penasini, um, you know, Gutho and the like there. So. Uh, yeah, I suppose it's be interesting to kind of review the the Parramatta season fantasy wise as well as as well as them uh, as a whole. But um, yeah, Gutho a good a good finish to his year. Apart from the injury, sounds like it's just be a bit of a clean out for him. He, he kind of came out and said so he'll be fine for next season, which they're going to need him. That's for sure. Jenkins with a nice one at sixty one. Yeah, Dylan Brown at fifty eight. So yeah, very much getting involved in everything. But seven missed tackles is very weird. On, on his front, but uh, yeah, plenty more kick meters in this week, and yeah, it was, it was mainly just the, the missed tackles for him. That was the issue. Again, not sure on all of them, but I know yeah, my players and, and a few of the real re- relevant guys, so Hopgood was 57, Isaiah Yo was the 51 there in this one. I believe Madison stayed similar, 41, 42, 43 there in that one. So Hopgood ended up playing off the bench, but but came on for, for Greg at, what, the 18th? in the 18th minute there and, and played the rest of the game. So good news on that front. And he was fairly low coming into the last 15 minutes and ended up with a few, an offload or two and a couple of tackle breaks to, to sort of round out the game. Four missed tackles kind of hurt him a little bit, but overall a 57 in this one. We're very happy with as owners for his last game. Uh, yeah, at his price point is pretty well right on the money there. Crichton was a good one as well, along with Martin, for those that own them. And Isaiah Yo, a 51 for him. Got the 65 minutes in this one, so they, they decided that with the, the game done, they finally gave him a rest. And might give him a little bit more of a chance of playing next week for those that do own him. So, yeah, I, I kind of hope, you know, having zero trade, well, about to have zero trades after this week, that the majority of these guys actually play next week, even if that does mean Isaiah Yo does. Um, but for those who have Cleary and Isaiah, it could be a little bit tough as well if that does happen that way, that they are rested. Lusick, the, the 48, I just wish this was Brendan Hands like it was earlier in the you know, about a month ago. Madison, a very upsetting game for him. He started okay, he had the, the disallowed try, unfortunately, they end up with the end up being a knock-on. And he had four missed tackles on his front. So no tackle breaks, just a one offload. Not good enough, unfortunately, for Maddo in this one. And he's had a very a disappointing season. It all it all kicked off with that, you know, Tim not taking the fine and and missing those first few games and it's just all gone backwards from there. So a fifty one average from him. It'd be very interesting to see how things play out with their buys and and what position he's gonna be playing next year because if we can get Maddo on an edge next year, longer term, then him at this price point of fifty one is gonna be very, very good. So that's that there. Panasini ended up going down one to 35, and, and we'll take that as, as an owner of him. That 35 in the centres there with yeah him, him missing a few tackles there and having an error in a game, unfortunately, that went really, really left for the Eels and, and didn't, didn't go right to Pedersini in this one. We'll take the 35 at that. Assi with 36 as well. Same with McLean. Uh, yeah, good first game for him. Solid overall. Obviously, he didn't get to... You know, didn't get to experience a win in his first one, but you know, for for a team to, to lose, he ended up in a, in a good position there. The big news here is Jerome Luai going going down with his dislocated shoulder, and at a minimum, it looks like you know, he might return in sort of three weeks if they decide to not do any surgery, depending how bad 
It is, but didn't look very good at all. So three to six is, is the weeks there for that. And, you know, Cogger will come in and play six. And it's obviously not the end of the world for him, but he is a very important player. So how that's going to look with, with Cogger at six in finals time. As I said, I think they all need to play next week so that Cleary can practice playing with Cogger side by side there and, and uh, they can get the reps in in a, in a, in a game before finals time. Toto, obviously a low one as well for anyone who grabbed him just for this game. Very, very frustrating at that. Hosking for any owners of him, 51 minutes for 29, wasn't great. And then Shawnee Lane, 15 minutes there for 11. So he's going to be an interesting guy for next year with a an average of 35.7. Very, very low. So hopefully he has a lovely offseason because this year has been an absolute shocker for him, unfortunately. And uh, yeah, Brennan Hands was 18th along with Salmon and didn't get on the park. So that's that first game, guys. As I said, I'll be going to the the Waz game tonight against Dragons, which will be fun. Uh, and then the Cowboys play straight after. I can't believe, yeah, you guys do it so well, you Kiwis, um, to, to have all these games. Like last night's game starts at basically 10 o'clock. And then, you know, tonight's Cowboys game is 10 o'clock as well. So you do it well if you guys are actually watching all the games and, you know, have to get up for work and, and the like. So that's that, guys. We'll leave it there. And, uh, yeah, hope you guys enjoy the game tonight. Let's try and spot us in the crowd. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 